Happy, happy Friday, my fresco babies. How are we doing today? Quick mental checkup. I'm doing great. Much better than last week. Last week was a weird week. I know that the moon was in Sagittarius. Uh, I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Uh, Some of my friends say yes. Many of my friends would say no. I, however, have no opinion. Whatever makes you feel good, baby. Uh, You know, I start these intros every week. I'm sitting in my chair. I put whatever music I'm listening to on mute. And I just start recording. And frankly, I don't know where it's going. And I just start. For example, last week, I told my future child that I loved them. That was weird, uh, but very emotional. And the thing is, I just start talking. And when in your life do you ever just push record and start talking? I think everyone should be doing it a bit more. Frankly, I think we should all be doing it a bit more. It's fun. It's fun because I can bring up subjects like uh, Lightning McQueen in cars didn't have headlights. That's a random thought. And now you have to listen to that because you're listening to my podcast. We have a great, great episode this week. Every single week is great. But this week, I texted Wannabe after we finished. I said, I love that episode. And to be honest with you, I wasn't looking forward to recording it. I just wasn't in the mood. And, you know, that's what you do is you show up. Showing up is, you know, they say showing up is half the battle. That's what some uh, abusive dads say um, when their kids don't want to do sports. But I I think showing up is maybe 80 to 85% of the battle of making things is showing up and just turning and just letting yourself sit in an, in the in the sink of inspiration and hoping the universe turns the faucet on for you. And you're not going to catch sometimes but if you don't get in the sink, you know, sometimes the faucet's on, sometimes it's not. But if you don't get in the sink and get your give yourself the ability to get wet, you're never going to be there. Enjoy this week's episode of Fresco Savage live from the interdimensional bedroom. great just put my chicken in a marinade for tacos tonight oh man that's awesome uh what kind of what you got in the marinade oh boy i was hoping you'd ask this i have some chipotle a little a little cumin uh garlic powder um (laughs) doesn't work with the other ones half a lime juice half a lime for the juice uh Onion powder, oregano, coriander seed. Oh, oh my God. Really loaded up. See, the thing about fajitas is you want those black and crispy edges, you know? You said you, said you were doing tacos. Fuck. The thing about <laughs> chicken in Mexican food is mm-hmm. you want those blackened, crispy edges. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, absolutely. The only way to really get that on a, on a in a pan mm-hmm. is with heavily spiced edges in okay. my experience okay. you you turn that pan on fucking hot as hell mm-hmm. and you just fucking rip it you grip and rip it 
So it's in the marinade. How long are you gonna marinate it for? A couple hours. You drown six thirty seven. Shit, dude. That's gonna be amazing. And then yeah. you do a little bit of olive oil down first. I'm avocado assuming. Avocado oil. Avocado oh, oil. Oh baby. Yeah, I'm bougie bitch. Bougie That's... bitch my, with my oil. Damn, dude. And then so are you doing tacos or fajitas? I, I still don't have the answer to that. I did fajitas two days ago. Okay. I'm doing tacos because there's no peppers. I am using some fresh onion. Okay. Oh shit! Okay. I forgot cilantro. It's all right. I got great salsa. Life, is, <laughs> life is something you evolve to life. It won't evolve to you. Ooh, I love that. Um. Well, that sounds fantastic, dude. Um. Yeah, man, it's gonna be great. It's, it's uh, Taco Tuesday. No, it's not. It's Cinco de Mayo. Am I white it's for Cinco celebrating Cinco de Mayo? Is that something I'm not allowed to do? Yeah, we were just talking about that because we were going to go out to Mexico. We go out to Mexican a lot, my girlfriend and I, and she asked yeah. if I wanted to do tacos tonight. And I made the final decision that I don't want to because it's Cinco de Mayo. Mm. It's, you're going to get because, a lot of – it's like it's like drinking on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, and my, my I had a – I knew a person in college, we'll, we'll put it like that, who would dress up in a poncho and a sombrero yeah. on Cinco de Mayo and go to Taco John's and eat like their one pound meal and then yeah. defend himself endlessly about explaining why it wasn't racist. And I think that I want to stay as far away from doing that as possible. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I just, I enjoy Mexican food and I guess it's just an excuse to make tacos and I like yeah, tacos. Absolutely. I think absolutely. that's fine. I think that's fine. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting one with um, the whole thing. Like, there are people out there that say white people shouldn't play jazz music. And I'm just waiting for, you know, with the cultural appropriation conversation, will there be a day where people try to say, like, you should just only eat white food? Yeah, I think what's so interesting about food is it's really one of the first things that that gets shared across yeah. cultural boundaries. That's the power right. of food. It's Absolutely. Uh, it's a thumping because it's not like people sleep in different languages or sleep with different regional ingredients. And that's like the only other thing that everybody has to do. You know, water mm. is water. Sleep is sleep. But food is different based on location, culture, what mm. you, you know, what you kind of recipes, what's in season. Um, a lot of times poor people food uh, becomes delicacies like lobsters, for yeah. example are a delicacy now, but they used to feed them to prisoners because they thought they were just ocean bugs, which they, they yeah, kind of dude, I'd heard that before. It was, yeah. it was seen as crazy to eat lobster. And and then yeah, rich people started, them. and then the, eventually rich people started doing it. And then everyone's like, lobster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's funny how food does that. I, I don't know. I Appropriation is a really interesting concept, especially as a white rapper. Um <laughs> it's definitely something that I've thought about time and time again and how, how to best yeah. navigate this space because absolutely um you know I'm kind of building on a legacy of of many uh people of color in the in, in the music industry and I want to mm -hmm. celebrate that. I mean that's what I initially got into. That's why I started loving this genre was the the 90s hip hop. You know, which absolutely. was dominated by by people of color. And so um it's a, it's a it's a tough thing to, it's it's I, I don't really know how all I know how to do is have good intentions and not try yeah. to not try to say that I'm anything that I'm not. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think um, and that 
you know, my that person I know that would go to Taco John's dressed in a pot, like he would probably say, and this is not saying not to roast you or whatever, but he would probably say he had good intentions. And I think that that is so annoying to think about, you know, mm. like, ah, uh, and I think what you're saying is all true with like the rap, obviously is it, the music is different than food as well, but it's just like, it's gotta be like a self-awareness thing. Like people should just have that. That's where all these problems yeah. come from. I think that Some because people- I'm aware that it could be a dicey issue, I probably will navigate it correctly if the time comes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and I think a big part of that is paying homage to the people that inspired me. Um, yeah, unfortunately, absolutely. I'm very not talented at remembering artist names or song titles. Um, oh, I only dude, know yeah. I remember melodies, so I can't sit here and tell you the stuff that got me into hip hop. I know that I just started listening to Frank Ocean today, and I love Frank Ocean. Oh, you you just found Frank Ocean? Just found it. I just found his Forrest Gump song, and I've been rocking it all oh, day. Oh, dude! And did you okay? Did did you listen to the full album, Channel Orange? I haven't yet. Dude, listen to all of it. Just put it on while you're cooking. It, yeah, I remember the first time I, I, I don't remember which song I first listened to, but I, I just listened to the whole album um, right before falling asleep. And I woke up and just excited for life in a new way. That album nice. is incredible. It's incredible. Nice. Mm. I'm excited for you to dive into that. Yeah, I'm super I'm super stoked on it. I think it's going to be my buddy TYB was telling me a little over a year ago that I should I should really spin this record. Um, yeah. and I didn't listen to him because I'm a prick. And the thing about <laughs> me is no matter how many times you tell me to watch or listen to something, um I won't until I'm ready and then I'm going to claim that I found it, you know, organic. Yeah. Oh, I do the same thing. I love that. Yeah. That's but it's okay. Art finds you. Um, right. I really believe that. Second thing I would like to talk about today, I think we need a new ABCs. A new alphabet? Yeah, like a new song. Oh, oh okay. A new yeah. tune, but same alphabet. Well, maybe we could add a couple extras in there. Maybe some <laughs> ch- sound. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the CH sound, maybe we could add a, a letter for that derivative of both C and H. I just think that, um, you know, I, I like tweeted. That. Let me just read my tweet. We need a new alphabet do song. It. This time, one for adults. We can do better melodically than Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. And I agree with that. I, Because I, the alphabet is just Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. And yeah, then, dude. How does the song end? Now I know my ABCs. Next time, won't you sing with me? Come on, we can yeah. do better. We can. That's do better. a cop out. That really is a cop out. Absolutely. Had, and I was they, thinking they like, something. Maybe like, like shit, a shit. There's there's more tune left. We need to fill it in with something. Yep. I was thinking we start with P O M E Y, and then I don't know where to go from there. I'm just start. I just started writing it, but I think that's a oh. really strong start. P O M E Y. Dude, that's a great point. That you don't have to start with A. You don't. You always you don't. A is the first. You it don't have not, to start with A. Oh, it A in no any, way comes oh, first. Fuck, dude. I know, dude. Mind. I had that realization, and I'm like, we need a new song. Dude, you, you're off to a great start. I think P-O-M-E-Y is a really strong start. Absolutely. Hopefully, maybe some of our listeners can like fill in the rest. We could all... Maybe we could, write, maybe we could write it together. Hey, at Fresco Savage on Twitter, yeah. there's the audio option now. Let's write the new alphabet. Let's get Every, the thread going. Everyone took four letters and did that well with as you just did with those four 
we could have a solid song if we're on the same key. Oh my god. Yep, and I Ooh, maybe I've, we could do it like a jazz thing. We'd be you kind of switch keys in the middle too. It's no, like a little more it's abstract. It's gotta be catchy. I know. I like where your head's at. I like. I love the energy, but it needs to be catchy and easy for everyone to sing. And I think that maybe, um, you know, maybe a modulation in key is not the best to yeah. get as many people as possible. To make it attractive. Um, you know, we want to just catch you as, as like, dun, 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 dun. Like, that's Ooh, a really simple melody. Yeah. That, that's a really simple melody. That's Seven Nation Army, which you didn't recognize it right away. And you thought that was an original idea, which I appreciate. But that's, really, <laughs> that's a really simple melody that, like, more most people in the world understand. Even if they don't know the song now, they, like, they know that melody. Dude, I'm trying to think of what letter I'd put at the end and the beginning of my new alphabet, of our new alphabet. Like I, anything, I've thought about this a lot. I think I would go with R. Ooh, it's, in, it's an inconspicuous, it's an inconspicuous ending that ends the song in a community, like focused way. Because R, it's like R. Dude, Oof, interesting. I always you think like why X, Y, and Z two is being sort of weird letters. Um, because yeah, because they're thrown used. at the end, but they don't have to be thrown at the end. Yeah. It's and like it, they it, wrote the alphabet and they forgot those letters existed. What if we did it like food ingredients on the label and we put the letters that are... No, because there's always new words. Because that would be A. Uh, We're starting with A again. Well, maybe. Yeah. Would you throw all the vowels? I'd put all the vowels together for the people that are learning okay, the language really for the curious. first time. I'm just gonna, um, most commonly used letters in English in order wow could you even know that and when you say most commonly used like you'd have to know all the words you'd have to know all the words in the language right <laughs> yeah like, you, you couldn't would. actually I'll t guess what's number one it's gotta be a it's e it's i e. don't believe you no it's fuck e that i don't with like 11.1607 percent of all words are the letter e See, and that's okay. Wow. But you have to that's... think that makes sense because E is used in many different ways. And and it's one of those letters that gets doubled up, like in meet or greet. Oh yeah, that's true. And then yeah, and it's, it's also the it's also the letter that functions as what makes a long sound or short sound, like in yeah. great, as in G-R-A-T-E. So e is E is doing all of this work is doing and all a the heavy is lifting. all of the credit. Yep, and A, a is number two with 8.4966%. I'm really happy this article put in four percentiles yeah, to the 10,000th really degree. <laughs> Jesus Christ. E. Uh, also, yeah, we do when's the last time you like, went on the, in an internet site? There's so many ads. What are they oh, trying yeah, to sell it's me? Awful. It's awful. There's pop-ups everywhere. I have pop-ups. I have pop-up blocker. My pop-up blocker has blocked 26 pop-ups on this website. Jesus. On just this website. I, and there's still been, more. Um, yeah. I've been diving deep into some Greek mythology, and there's like all these weird Greek mythology websites. And I can't even finish reading the story because the ads, you're they scrolling pop and the ads like they pop up and they follow the screen. Like on your phone, like they want they like make you scroll through the ads. What kind of hellish yeah reality are we giving yeah. ourselves with the internet that's awful yeah absolutely dude i it's, would rather uh, pay a dollar a month for the internet yeah you imagine I would too. it wait maybe that's not enough money to make the internet maybe the internet makes more money off of me than that 
Yeah. You think so? Do you think the internet makes a dollar a month off of me? All I know is that I feel very guilty for never donating to Wikipedia. I feel oh, guilty about it. I thought about it today, and I'm just using Wikipedia all the time. I've not donated a dollar to them, and they need it. Well, you could do it right now. You could do it live on the air and 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 put your money where your mouth is. I know you got it. Oh, I could do it. You could do um, it right now. I, well, I can't because I would have to like click off the screen, and then I would mess up the recording and all that. You it's know? always a million reasons not to do something. Yeah, and I could come up with more than that. I could do two million if I wanted to. Yeah, you sure could. <laughs> you sure could. Well, Fresco, anything new going on in your life? Like, how have you been? I feel like we haven't talked in, in a while, but we, we, we just talked. talked. Last week. You called me today. But I feel like we missed out on a conversation. Not missed out, but because we did Culture Club last week. You know, we haven't really caught up. Sure. Our culture corners, though, do end up being, um, you know, just us talking about our feelings still. <laughs> it's still a lot of that. So we let's not give manage. let's not give too much credit to our culture corners. <laughs> I'm a very uh, you pointed this out a couple weeks ago that I'm a very like needy friend and you are. I've just yeah. accepted it. I like that about yeah, myself. Well, uh, wannabe I'm does dependent. this thing where he like he tries to pop into my place and uh, he'll call me and be like, "Hey, just out for a walk, kind of by your house," and I'm like, "Cool, you ain't coming in." <laughs> And he's yeah, like, I was just wondering if we could do the podcast in person today. And I was like, you could bring in a microphone? You bring in your own microphone? And he goes, no, I've contributed nothing financially to this podcast. <laughs> and uh, and I go, yep, that's why we got to do it over Zoom that I pay for, $15, $15 a month. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, and you don't like the pop-ins. Can we break that down a bit? You don't like when people just pop into your place. Like, it's hey, my life. It's my life. Yeah. You don't get, you don't have... You don't get domain over my life and my time. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. And so when you pop in, what you're saying is, hey. Um, it's my I, time now. I in no way respect you and your time. <laughs> I'm I'm here and you need to pay attention to me. I don't care what yeah. you were doing because nothing you do has value. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what a, good... a pop-in says to me. A pop-in says to me, a pop-in is like a phone call times 10. And when I get a phone call, I'm like, what do they need? No one calls out of the blue for nothing. They want something out of you. That's not true. I mean, maybe if you, if like wanting a good conversation is getting something out of you, it is. But sometimes I like to, I like to call because we have good conversations and it makes me feel good. It probably that's what you want out of it. Yeah, it makes oh, you feel okay. good. I see what you're saying it's a little bit um, okay, selfish in that way. Yep. Yeah. You okay. want my transference of energy, but and I don't you... have it. Mm, but it makes you feel good too. Mm. Our conversations, our conversations, they make you feel good too. They in some sometimes, sometimes. Sure, sure, sure. But we we talk more than any other friend that I have already, just without talking yeah. on the phone. Yeah, and I can't even. We talk one hour a week, and I can't even say that you're in like my top top three phone calls. I wouldn't put you in my wedding. <laughs> and I talk to no, you more not, than pretty much well, anybody else. I, I'm saying, I'm saying, uh, uh, not top three is in quality, like top three, quant, like amount of time talking to someone a week. I, oh, you're talking to a lot of people. people. You're popping yeah, in. Yeah, you're yeah. You're popping in a lot. Yeah, no. Some yeah, people, do. some people don't know. have boundaries like I do. I've it's yeah, taken me almost no. thirty years to to know when to put up boundaries. Yeah, definitely. That, yeah. that is a tough thing to navigate. Well, dude, I'll put you in my wedding. Well, you'll be there at my wedding. 
I, I, yeah. You'll be there. I'll be there. I, I don't necessarily want to be in it. Yeah, no, that'd probably be inappropriate. I think, I think I'm over friends... renting tuxes. I'm over it. I'm over it. Got you. Yeah. You know, someone fair. gets married and they're like, hey, come congratulate me by spending $300 on me on my day. Right. And, and, I'm and, and we'll get it. you drunk and fed. We'll feed you and get you drunk. I can do that for but, $6. Yeah. I can do that for $6. <laughs> I don't need, I don't need, I don't need all the, I don't need the, the lights and the, and the happiness and the, uh, the illusion of lifelong love. I don't need that. Yeah. You know, Wait, I don't I need the, yeah. I don't need the tiny conversations about how this is the real thing. You know, I've been to a lot of weddings and I got to say, this is, I really, this, this one, <laughs> this one for sure. How many times we got to say that? This uh, wedding has the most love. I've been to a few weddings. I've been to the weddings of the, the people I care about most. There's maybe two more weddings that I feel like I really need to go to um, other than family stuff, you know, like friendship wise, like, there's really only a couple more weddings I really need to go to in my life. Uh, I don't know if you've hit the time of your life yet. You're a little bit younger than me, but there'll come a year, like a summer, like a year and a half spread where you'll be getting wedding invites hand over fist. Everyone starts, starts. Oh, you know, what's nice is that um, COVID happened. Thank God. Um, Because it really, uh, it, I went to virtual weddings, which are amazing. Um, they require nothing from me. I can, I was naked at three of them. Um, just <laughs> in my bed, just, just tapping the heart emoji in, in support of their love. And oh that God. was, that meant more to me. You know, that meant more to me than any right. type of sweaty sunburnt ceremony on a chair that is frankly way too small for a big man. Yeah. They're always too. Yeah. They're, they're rickety. They're, you know yeah, why? Cause there's 500 of them. Yeah, because your ego random. feels the need to invite 500 people, some who you barely know, yeah. to watch you cry in front of a man <laughs> who believes in God. That's very true, man. That's, oh, man. I See, I've always been a really big fan of weddings, but when you put it like that... You're a fan of parties. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Kids I've, don't like Halloween. They like candy, and they like walking around the streets in search of candy. Yeah, you're right. I think... When the first person from my grade got married too, going to that wedding was different because then I just felt this. That one's always pressure. fun. I think that I one's felt, always fun. I felt this weird pressure. I'm like, oh my god, I really, I need to become an adult here soon. Like people are getting married, and I'm barely yeah. like. I'm I think that's another reason through. I don't like weddings because it reminds me of the inevitability of age and yeah, how I've chosen a different path as a professional hip hop artist. Um. And no one I went to school with has chosen that path. Um, not even close. I mean, maybe the closest is like, I got a couple of friends who work in jewelry stores in the mall, but um, really like that, I know nobody who did what I did, who does what I do. So I'm sick of the conversations with people I grew up with or people I've gotcha. known for a long time where they're like, you making any money yet off that music thing? And I'm like, nope, still poor, but I have yeah. no debt. Um which is something I'm kind of cynical today. I'm realizing. Yeah, are, you, are you feeling cynical or are you feeling every subject? Like, co- I don't know. Did you see this picture of the Bidens visiting the Carters? No, I didn't. You okay. Send it to me. Uh, here we go. Here we go. I'm going to send it to your text. Okay. Here we go. This is All worth right. it. This is worth it. 
Oh, um, boy. So here's what we got going on here. For those of you not seeing, uh, the, the Bidens, fully vaxxed Bidens, Jill and Joe, J.J. Biden and co., uh, are now fully vaxxed, as well as President Carter and his wife. So they went down and visited them in Plains, Georgia. But what this picture oh. does not explain is why the Bidens look like 12-foot-tall lizard people with skin masks on yeah. next to the Carters who look like they're four feet tall. Shriveled uh, raisin people. They are so tiny, and it's not just the people. It's also the chairs. It's also this the chairs. Weird, dude. This is so weird because Biden and then Jimmy Carter's wife look normal size, and then yes. the, the two chairs, the, the people sitting in the chairs, like shrunken. Also, I had never seen Joe Biden's wife before. What's her name? She's kind of, dude, she's hot. I'm going to go ahead and say it. She's hot what? for an older woman. What? Jill Biden is hot. Dude, I don't know if we're looking at the same picture, dude. Not the one next to Joe. That's Carter's wife. That's an oh, old woman. Oh, okay. This the girl in the more... lemon dress. Dude, I was so good. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It didn't. Okay, because, yeah, the Bidens are, like, way bigger. Yeah, they do. It, Joe Biden looks so good. His body, he looks like muscular. He looks fit, dude. He, You know what he needs to do to look younger? He needs... He needs to hang out in more graveyards like this, more wax wax museum graveyard scenes. Yeah, seriously, that's probably this, why they chose the Carters to visit. Yeah, rather than I, I don't even know who else they'd visit, who are presidents. But it, it just shocks me because for those of you who are Google it right now, if you're in a car, I'm going to describe something. Joe Biden is kneeling one one knee down next to Miss <coughs> Carter. The chair Miss Carter is in, sitting down, doesn't. It barely hits his shoulder and then his head is just like towering over this woman like he's about to eat her he's yeah, so dude. big compared comparatively yeah. yeah yeah it looks like it looks like if he were to stand up he could literally like step his head would him. go through the ceiling yeah no this is yes. a weird like fake scene it's almost like if you look, I don't know. I'm not even convinced Joe Biden. Is, I think they photoshopped him in, dude. It feels photoshopped. It's like now, can you agree with somebody, me that Jill Biden is hot? Is a hottie? Yeah, I cannot, dude. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like what I'm seeing with her. I don't like the face. You don't I don't, like the face? I, no, I don't. I don't find it attractive. Why do I find that attractive? I am. I'm, I'm in. Yeah, dude, I don't, I can't explain really why. I think I'm not loving her eyes. I'm I love how her these... shoes match her dress. Perfect yeah, she's shade got of yellow. A very, very beautiful dress. I love the lemons on her dress. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm really not. I mean, I'm not saying, know. I'm not saying I want to marry someone who looks just like this because this yeah, woman yeah. is in her 70s. Sure. But for a I'm woman saying... in her 70s, I'm like, she's looking good. That's actually one of the first times i realized i was getting older can you put your face back on the screen now yeah yeah i, I do i can't stop looking at this picture though yeah it's why i've been looking wow. at it all morning oh one of the oh, first you said, the first times yeah. i realized i was getting older was that i i was finding more and more women like women attractive like i was oh. like when you're like in high school you're like i just like like high school like young girls yeah but then as i started getting older i'm like i'm starting to see beauty in many forms you know? Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed that. that. I don't know if that's me, just my standards getting lower as I've become Maybe. lonelier and lonelier and lonelier <laughs> and lonelier. And I'm like, anything will do. One time I was hosting a battle of the bands at U of M. Uh, yeah. 
and my I took my friend with me. I got paid 80 bucks. It was a sick gig. And uh, I took my friend with me and I, I pulled him aside and I was like, I'm sexually attracted to every girl here. And, and he goes, says a lot about you and nothing about them. And I was like, fuck, you just roasted me so good, dude. Oh you roasted me so good. Yeah, I think that, that's definitely a phenomenon. You just start to appreciate, you just get a little less picky. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it has to do with like becoming lonely at all. I think it might just be growing up. I also is it just, just like, is it just growing up and like, it's like how you start to like different flavors, like bitter flavors. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. You like, know, or uh, stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And now I like yeah, ugly I bitches. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. an appreciation. It's an appreciation. There's no such thing as ugly. It's just different. That's beauty, true. Right? I'm like your nose look like a salamander, and I'm I'm into newts. <laughs> you know, absolutely, man. Yeah, absolutely. dude. It's like different strokes for different folks. Different strokes for different lizards. For yep, <laughs> the the biggest lizards being the Bidens. Yeah. Okay. Back to that though. He must. If that really is Joe Biden, which I'm really not convinced it is at all, it looks like I. It, it could be a robot man. Remember in Men in Black. Player. Remember Men in Black when uh, Men in Black when Will Smith found the little man inside the big man's head. Um. No, I haven't seen that movie in years, man. Wow. But I could go with it and say, yeah, if you want me to. I think yeah, that's you- what's going on. I think that's what's going on. The little person. There's a little that, alien yeah. inside Joe Biden controlling his body, like a, like a Zord yeah. from Power Rangers. Dude, like his chest is popping out and stuff. And yeah, it just he looks fit. Dude, you know what's sense. funny? It was on the election camp on the election trail. Or what is that what you call it? The the road to the election election trail camp, campaign, campaign trail. trail. Sure. <clears throat> it was funny to watch Joe Biden um, overcompensate on his athletic ability because he wanted to prove that he had what it t- took. Mm. Like, like he would make these big speeches and they would make him run in from like a quarter mile and film him the whole time. I don't know if you ever watched that. Like seriously. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, and I'm like, I this kinda... is a deliberate move. This is a deliberate yeah. move. And he would like, dude, he had this like old man jog. We're like, it's not really fast, not really slow, but it's like, it's not walking. It's not moseying like an old man. Mm. This guy's got the energy. Yeah. He's, I wonder, I mean, they must have him on like some testosterone or something, right? Like, oh, even if, or like some type of like age, anti-aging stuff. Like, yeah, whatever yeah, they've got. I think there's something, there's something called peptids that are, that are big for anti-aging. There's, there's a mm. lot of stuff that like you and I will never know about because we're going to be poor sure. our whole lives. Um, sure, sure. But like, I, I feel like when you're rich and powerful, there's a lot of medical stuff they can do. Like whether it be cryotherapy, yeah. different types of, uh, of like athletic training like you know yeah yeah there's like that ice is it like isogenic is that what is that the right word Where cryogenic kind of, or, oh yeah cryogenic isogenic like yeah. yeah you're never gonna have that yeah not no, if you keep calling yeah. it isogenic right right no i'm i'm prepared to age very rapidly uh, yeah <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm prepared, prepared for rapid aging rapid <laughs> aging and a lot of pain on my deathbed a lot of pain excruciating no pain emotionally and physically i'm I'm, i've chosen that life i actually haven't but we're in a caste system so yeah so there's yeah there's no way there's no way i'm no hope there's no hope but dude deathbed's a weird thing yeah i don't know if i want that is it moral to be able to choose when you go like i like how i murdered my dog 
I know I've talked about it a lot, um, but that's Have what you? we talked about. In uh, well, no, that that philosophy class, uh, biomedical ethics. So, dreams, required readings, a philosophy class you had to take to graduate with a liberal arts degree. Listen in as Wannabe takes us down the deep, deep path that never ends into our own minds. This is the philosophy um, corner. So. Yeah, we talked about the moral issues of more specifically the instance of people being unconscious. First of all, you have to define when someone is dead. And it turns out that right now the definition of being dead is has more to do with the um, activity in the brain. Mm. So when people are on the the life machines, what are, what are those called? The um the things Any that pump air into your <laughs> the things that keep you alive. I'm never going to crowd. Um, I'm never getting cryogenics. No, 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 no. The things that keep you alive. Um, respirators. If you're dead. Yeah, respirators. Not Thank perspiration. You. Oh, I'm an idiot. Pers- yeah. Uh, perspiration is sweat. Sweating, right. Um, so if you're on the respirator, what they do is like if someone is being kept alive by the respirator, they wait until there's like there's a very low level of brain activity to or or no brain activity to declare them as dead or brain dead um in that case you can have um like a proxy it's called or uh, a living will so you'd have to have someone speak on your behalf as far as the choices that they'd make as far as like unplugging the defibrillator and when you would do that yeah so it becomes the ethics comes in with insurance companies um and then there's like there's 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 cost uh, of, for the hospital to keep you alive like that. So there's a lot of incentives to just kind of pull that plug. So it's uh-huh. like when when can we pull that plug? What does it make sense? So we talk, we just dove into that and it was really cool, really really interesting. Yeah, I guess my question is more: if I decide I want to die, mm-hmm. can I die? And I don't I don't think you can. Yeah, there were. Like, let's say I'm 80 and I'm like, you know, I don't have enough money for, for at least for like five more years. Uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to replicate myself genetically by having children. Mm-hmm. I'm alone here. I think I had a good run. There's nothing more I want from this world. I want to go. Would they kill yeah. you? They will. There has to be a certain amount of autonomy on your end. So they're going to do everything to educate you about your circumstance like they would if, if are you saying just general suicide or like you're on your deathbed like there, there are no cases i'm talking general death. suicide okay like yeah. like, no, like you, medically assisted suicide like euthanasia yeah yeah no they won't do that if you just want to die um you'd Why have to not? have a, a situation right that's yeah and it's super interesting because um they would i think most people would claim the ethicist would say that being in that depressed state, if you're right, they sort of, I would say, I I understand. Yeah. They would associate that kind of mentality with someone who is not able to make their own decisions. And by that, if they have nobody else, they would become uh, wards of the state. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. We actually, yeah, there is an exact question. That was just like the situation that you just described. Because I guess that, you know, scientifically you could claim that something that somebody like life inevitably wants to be alive. 
So if they do, yeah. like if if it doesn't if someone decides they do not, something is malfunctioning. Yes, and that's the discussion because you could just be ready to go and totally, you know, in a very clear state of mind yeah. or a very quote unquote normal state of mind. And that's super fascinating, but yeah, obviously there has to be a lot of discussion on how you um, determine, right, that. I'm writing a movie in my head right now about a guy who goes to court to kill himself. But it's not that. like, it's like an old guy and he defends his, his yeah. right to choose. Yeah. Uh, and at the end and of the movie, everyone, everyone thinks the end of the movie would be like, he decides to live. But at the end of the yeah. movie, he proves that like life is like, I don't know how it ends yet. What if because what if his last words were like, because life is so rich, I need to leave. I need to end oh. mine. It's like paradoxical. Maybe. But I want it to Ultimately. be a lesson about how like how like life has purpose, but sometimes the purpose is done before you are. Oh, oh, I like that. Ooh, yeah, let's get going on that. Um Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In in European countries they have you can do that euthanasia yeah in in, in some european countries like i want it done i'm gonna be 80 years 85 years old yeah. but i'm gonna go to the same vet that killed my dog and i want them to do it there on the floor it'll be my first time sitting on the floor in years because i feel like once you hit 60 you don't sit on the floor much yeah it's probably very you know, tough it's hard to, to get hard up. to get back up and so yeah. i want to i want to sit on the floor in the vet's office and they'll be like where's your dog and be like no today it's me i'm i'm the dog today <laughs> throw it in me judy put me to sleep walk in with a collar around your neck too if you it's yeah. it's my it's today it's, it's my me. day listen if we keep arguing about it i'm gonna get put to sleep i'm gonna kill myself just... so just <laughs> If, yeah, if, if, if you don't do it, I'll do it, and it'll be your fault. Uh, so either whatever way, you, you're killing me. Whatever you put in Max, put double in me, and let's get this show on the road. He was 55 pounds. I'm north of 400. Do the math. It's your job. <laughs> oh, man. You know what time oh, it is? Fuck. Dude, is it time for the word of the day? Word of the day, baby. Oh, my God. Word of the Day is brought to us by Webster's Interdimensional Dictionary. Just checking in. We're still here. This is a long bit. All right. I can't stop imagining you just sitting on the floor at the back. <laughs> the Got word of the day. The... Oh, fucking hell. The word of the day is chuggy. What does chuggy mean? A catch-all word to describe anything that is basic, uncool, or untrendy. According to the New York Times, chuggy, pronounced chu-gi, 
can be used broadly to describe someone who is out of date or trying too hard. Oh, nice. Things that, that are chuggy. A, Examples of chuggy. It's a good, it's a juicy word, isn't it? Call yeah, me a chuggy. Chew- it's, like, it's like a swear word or a slur, but it's not. You can tell it's, you can t- it's, it, it's very informal and it's got some bite to it. Yeah, because if I like called if someone, you a chug, it's like yeah. oh, that. Like really rides the line of, a, yeah. of like a racial mm. slur. Absolutely, yeah. I may have just yeah, said one that I don't. Maybe I'm too ignorant to know. Uh, yeah, because you're too chuggy. Yeah, because I'm too chuggy, dude. Things that are <laughs> chuggy. The New York Times, PT Cruisers, Golden oh. Doodles, Australians. Oh my God! A- Addison Ray, white mm. people, billionaires, mm. the person who made up the word chuggy. Um, do you can you think of any other things that are chuggy? Yeah, I was just gonna say like older white people, middle aged white people. Um, uh, yeah, uh, you I know, love, little, I love that they you said, know, it's a little chuggy to me. Logan Paul's boxing career. Oh, yeah, it's a definitely. bit chuggy. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's super a bit good. Chuggy. I, I don't like this trend of social media influencer boxing. Yeah, where like they take it very seriously and they're like, this is my passion now. It's my life's passion is now boxing. I would prefer it if it was like skinny people who are who don't care about weight class going in and fighting a bloody fist to cuffs battle that is very informal. That's fun to me. But this this hyped up huge money um, on the line pay-per-view serious boxing match with people who just have a lot of followers i'm not into i'm not into it at all it's a bit chuggy yeah dude i think in general celebrities going on to do things other than being celebrities is chuggy like just donald trump being a president logan paul boxing just stay in your fucking lane you know i disagree because i want to be somebody who has many lanes and i'm gonna be huge one day Oh, but it just causes problems. It just causes a lot of hype and it ruins, you know, it 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 stirs things up in ways that I'll tell you what's attract chuggy. people who don't know. I'll tell you what's chuggy. I'll things. tell you what's chuggy and, and you kind of hits on it. Celebrities going on to be politicians. Chuggy. Yeah, that is like, like Matthew McConaughey the... in Texas. Yeah. That's there chuggy. was the the WWE star that went on to be a governor. That's you know, it's cringy. I chuggy. Think... I think it's okay. Like I, I get, I get the need to want to do different things, to want to influence people, yeah. or, or like I understand that, but I can't. <sighs> when I heard Matthew McConaughey in an interview was like, "Let me tell you right now, I'm, <laughs> I want, I'm trying to evolve into a place of power. I'm trying to evolve my my personality into a place where I can influence people." And when I hear that, I'm like, I don't like that, you know. I hear, and and then they claim dude, they've always been interested. Yeah, it's like, dude, you're a fucking actor. You influence people. You're the now, abs you guy. Idiot. You're the abs yes. guy in Sahara. That's a you great do commercials. Film. Doing a commercial as a, as a as an actor is like the most influential thing ever. You try and get people to buy a uh, fucking Lincolns. Yeah. Fuck you, Matthew McConaughey. He's like, first I drew of a Lincoln, and now I'm driving it all the way to the Texas State House. Oh God, I I drove I drove them before they paid me. It's too. a fun impression to do. I just do it alone sometimes. I just I'm slipping into it right now. I'm slipping into really, my Matthew McConaughey. It's just real really, calm. It's a really light. 
you know, just took a sip of bourbon whiskey. So my throat. Yeah, dude. I always in my head, he's always got hard alcohol. He's got bourbon or whiskey. I've been triggered to drink because of Lincoln commercials. (laughs) That's messed up. Yeah, that's that's terrible. Well, baby, good episode. Another good one in the in the another good one. What are you watching tonight for Cinco de Mayo? Um, well, I'm gonna go make steak. I'm gonna go make a ribeye steak. Put a little cumin on there. Cinco de Mayo. Cumin. Okay. All right. Yeah. Not watching anything, man. Just chilling. Yeah. All right, dude. Have a good night. (laughs) Good episode. Good episode.